you so much for joining Marketing Mic Drop. My name is Kelly Buck, Digital Specialist with Stratagon. I'm here with Michael Christian, our Business Development Director. Uh, he's been here with Stratagon for around five years with a 20-year career in business development. He is super great at asking questions to understand customers' needs and really wants to help them and their business grow. You know, when he's not out there networking and working with clients, he spends a lot of his free time chasing and coaching two little girls in whatever sports that they're interested in. Uh, he also loves all things people associated in automobiles. So, Michael, thank you for joining uh, Marketing Mic Drop. Thank you, Kelly. I'm glad to be here. I uh, appreciate the, uh, the invitation and more or less the chance to have a conversation. Yeah, for sure. So today we're going to talk about um, the COVID-19 uh, the virus that's kind of sweeping the nation at the moment and the world, and really how that's going to impact uh, business development and sales professionals' success this year. So I think getting started, how would you personally face the day-to-day impact of COV-19 uh, when everything just feels really heavy? So I'll tell you, um, I've had to turn my phone off as of late because the notifications of the news feeds keep buzzing every second on the second. And I can imagine that it causes anxiety for for a lot of people, including myself at times. But you have to kind of fall back on on kind of science and a little bit about what's going on. You have to realize this is a virus. It's similar to the flu or the common cold that we get. It's just a little different because we never had it in humans before. So the fact of the matter that you know, there will be a resolve at some point is, is, is clear. It's just that we're taking some drastic measures that measures that we haven't seen before in our lifetime with trying to stop the spread in order to not overwhelm, um, our medical system. Cause as you know, a lot of this has to do with respiratory issues and some hospitals, even the big ones like here in Charlotte, um, CMC may only have eight or nine respirators. And then you start playing kind of the, the roulette wheel, who gets the respirator? And that's not a fun game to play. But what I would tell you is I think it's you have to smile and kind of trust the uh, the nation's officials and government that we're going to find a resolve and we'll get through it. Um, you know, we've been through worse in the last 10 or 15 years, but I think we'll be on the upside when this is all said and done. And it'll be make good stories around the campfire later on. Yeah, for sure. So one of the impacts that we're seeing is that a lot of trade shows and business events and um, these large social gatherings have gotten canceled in the wake of this, both from on a personal side, things like South by Southwest, but also from a business side, a lot of the trade shows that uh, some of our customers may be going to. So I think with that cancellation, that is a loss of a pretty large lead generation machine for them. So what are some tips and tricks that, you know, may be able to make up for those single or multi-day events where you can get some really good face-to-face time with some potential clients? Kelly, that's a very good question and one that I seem to be fielding on a daily basis here. And the challenge is um, there are a lot of businesses that have been around for years and their age old way to connect is kind of slapping backs and and shaking hands and being at trade shows. They spend a a great amount of money and time and effort putting together uh, these legion um, uh, kind of resources to to help them kind of capture what they, they need for their business for that year. And when you take that away, that pulls the plug. But guess what? The numbers you have to reach or the goals you have to reach don't go away. Companies still have goals they need to hit. So you have to scramble to kind of figure out what to do. Some are at a loss. Some are being uh, pretty proactive in reaching out to companies like us here at Stratagon and trying to find alternative ways to reach their their customers. The great thing about it is a lot of people are 
um, out of the office at home working and they've got a lot of screen time. So, you know, enhancing your digital footprint, enhancing your digital presence and brand awareness from digital advertising to account based marketing to utilizing uh, your CRM to its fullest. I think a lot of us only use those probably at 10 or 15 percent. If you just ramp that up a little bit, you'll see how much of a value you can get for getting touches to individuals that you normally would have seen face to face. And just keep in mind, if you're in business development or sales, as, as you know, also known as, you know, you're really trying to provide solutions for people to help them do their job. So, again, people will want to hear from you, even though the channels that are normally there that are closed. Now they're looking for other opportunities to connect with you so they can find those solutions so they can meet their numbers, so they can satisfy their customers. So I think they're just a way to just take a step back and leverage the technology you do have or assess your, your tech stack and find out what things you need to add uh, in order to enhance that. And Kelly, right now I'll tell you, this is probably the, the best time ever in, in Marcom and the fact that there's more access to things than ever. It used to be only for big enterprise businesses that could touch these things. Now the small mom and pop in one person shop can use uh, the likes of a, of a HubSpot or a Marketo or Acton or whatever these different platform of choice to be able to leverage your business, even things that are even um, like a constant contact. Um, those, are, those are all things that you can utilize to reach your customer where they are. I want to come back on some of the uh, marketing and sales alignment opportunities there because I think there's a lot of richness to that. But Mm -hmm. to those uh, listeners of ours that are more along the lines of business development and sales, what are a couple tips and tricks that you would have for using like the HubSpot CRM, for example, or maybe even a Salesforce CRM to be able to continue to have that personal sales touch and that personal interaction that you can have from face-to-face meetings when you may not be able to get out of a quarantine zone or you may not be able to go and meet those clients face-to-face. I mean, those two tools alone, uh, Salesforce and HubSpot have a plethora of options you can use, you can leverage. Uh, like I said earlier, is I think people only use a fraction of those platforms. You can optimize those. There's ways to add video to make phone calls from those portals that you can record those calls and take notes in those calls and put them right into the account record. Um, I know uh, for a fact I use uh, the HubSpot uh, CRM to make calls directly from, and it looks like the calls coming from my cell phone. When people pick up, it just records and goes right into that record. Um, there's integrations with Vidyard where you could actually make um, uh small snippets or thumbnails for videos that you could just have an introduction and say, Hey, I'm sorry we missed you at the trade show in Vegas this year because it wasn't, it it wasn't um, held because of the COVID virus. But Hey, I've got some time now that we can connect via web uh, webinar or maybe connect versus go to meeting. Those are all things that integrate into these, these platforms that you can utilize to keep records of, but also have those touches that you need um, with your clients and with your prospects to make sure they get what they need as far as information and services or, or products they have. Yeah, I think that's great. Just being able to leverage technology when you're working from home and being okay with like, hey, you may have some stuff in the background. You may be working at your kitchen table, but I think everybody is a little bit in the same boat here Yes, with uh, any of the recordings and being able to leverage that technology and that video, I think is really what's going to make uh, yeah. a little bit of an impact and make you stand out from the rest of the people mm-hmm. that are, you, you know, biding time with some potential clients. Yeah. 
Kelly, I'll tell you some of the things that I've learned from others that just make it a lot more professional and greater touches is even though you're at home, you know, find yourself a quiet place that might not be easy if your kids are running around. And I think that's just part of the uh, we have to accept some of the challenges that go along with that right now. And it's fine. But even simple things like getting up and getting dressed and being presentable and turning your camera on. Um, I've had several calls this morning where that's the first thing I do is populate and and you know, prospects or people are like, oh, we're turning our cameras on. I'm like, yep, turn our cameras on. You don't have to, but I turn mine on. <laughs> I just like that personal personal touch. But it's one way to make a, a personal uh, connection with somebody, but also too just to get uh, understand that you that they've got your undivided attention and to be able to connect that way. Um, so I, I really I really do challenge people to to utilize that technology and, and come prepared and ready to go. But again, it's just like a face to face meeting, even though offices are closed and people are being quarantined. I think you can still use this in this day and age. We have so many things. The quality on the quality of the cameras on our phones, the quality of cameras on our computers are top notch. It's not this grainy, you know, kind of pixelated thing anymore. It's really crisp and clear. And people have good feeds into their homes uh, as far as Wi-Fi and, and broadband that they can use uh, to maximize uh, what they're doing on a daily basis on the video and on, on voice uh, over IP type things. We hope you're enjoying this conversation. If you like what you hear and want to learn more about Stratagon, you can visit stratagon.com slash our work to see some examples of campaigns we've run for some of our clients. At Stratagon, we love what we do and we're so excited to be able to share what we've learned. That's stratagon.com slash our work. Check out some unique and great campaigns. Now back to the show. Circling back around to some of the sales and marketing alignment, and let's put ourselves in the shoes of maybe some of those listeners that are part of a small sales team or maybe even a single person salesperson or organization Mm -hmm. that may not uh, traditionally be familiar with the tools and the technologies that are out there. So what are some like, really practical tips or some tools that you can direct us to that have really helped to make your remote selling that you've been doing for five plus years from Stratagon a little bit easier. Yeah. I would tell you that you shouldn't be intimidated by the tools. Um, I talked to a young lady today that's uh, been in uh, professional services for 20 plus years and she has a ton of technology at her fingertips to utilize, but I think her company's done her a little bit of disservice and not provided her with the training. I always say it's a $10,000 tool and two cent training. And that can be a challenge, but you don't have to limit yourself to just waiting for that, that train to come down. I call this thing YouTube University. You can learn a lot of things between YouTube University and Google University, just Googling things at your fingertips and figure it out. And I'm a firm believer in doing things in moderation, crawl, walk, run. Um, like, for instance, the, the Vidyard integration into HubSpot or into Salesforce, um, there are a plethora of tutorials out there on YouTube or on the the site of Vidyard. We could go through and they can walk you through this process. So don't let that limit you. Just let your fingertips do a little walking, ask those questions on Google or ask those questions on YouTube. And you'd be surprised on what you would find to be able to help you leverage that technology. And then there are a lot of technology that is uh, zero point of entry, meaning there's not a lot of resources that you need to use. Like for instance, HubSpot CRM is free. You know, it does have some limitations about what you can do, but if you've never had a CRM before, it will do 
a tremendous amount for you. I always say, you know, having a, a CRM is like having a personal assistant. You know, you can put everything from your call notes to your task. You know, a lot of us live in our phones, in our, in our Outlook or in our uh, contacts. It doesn't have to be that way. You can use uh, a free uh, service like a HubSpot uh, CRM, put information in there, have it remind you with tasks uh, that links to your calendar. You can work out of Outlook and send emails through it and tag them. And it will show you when um, your prospects open emails and if you have attachments, what they look at, how long they look at it. It's all this business intel that you can utilize to make yourself better. And you don't have to have a team of marketers and a team of salespeople to do it. You could do it just one and only you or just maybe a small team. You can really leverage this technology to advance your touch points as well as to advance your intel and your data that you can learn and make your marketing more agile. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think being able to not let some of those traditional limitations be in the way um, of what you've done in the past. And if you're, hey, a single person sales organization, just not let that be a hindrance, but really like lean into that strength and lean into some of your creativity as a sales professional to be able to control the things that you're wanting to control. Um, so that's great. Um one thing that uh, we mentioned a little bit a while back was some marketing and sales alignment. So I think it would be good, say, if you do are lucky enough to have a marketing team, what are some different ways that you might be able to leverage them and create more of a marketing <laughs> uh, team to be able to utilize the leads that they may be able to create or help you uh, as a sales professional just to be able to generate some of that traction? It starts, Kelly, with communication. I think it's imperative that you sit down on some type of regular cadence, whether it's weekly or, or bi-monthly or quarterly, and have a deep dive uh, in, uh, download with your marketing uh, team or person. And I think it's imperative for both of you to hold each other accountable. I think it's imperative. Uh, I think it's important for you to hold the marketing team accountable for giving you information and collateral and messaging and, and going and advertising where your protective customers are um, as, a, as a backdrop to what you're doing every day. But also it's imperative that you give the marketing team the right intel, the right information from the streets about what your customers are looking for. I mean, I think it's important just to, if you could download top 10 or 15 questions that you get asked on a regular basis and just talk through them, there's all kinds of content pieces there. There's podcasts, there's, there's white papers, there's blogs, there's emails that can be written based on those just to answer those questions. And they could be answered in agnostic ways. I mean, just putting information out there that people can do a, a keyboard search and find and start building a relationship with you and building um, a, a relationship as a thought leader. And then when they're ready to transact, they'll give you a call. And that's no longer a cold call. That's more of a, a warm call um, where they know uh, much about you, but they're trying to maybe connect with you because they're either ready to buy or they have one or two kind of questions they couldn't find the answer to. They need to talk to somebody about that may be unique to their situation or they just didn't see them that can be connected. But I think it's really imperative that you have that open line of communication with your marketing department to ensure that they are providing you with the information you need to do your job better and vice versa. Um, I don't know any other way it would work. I know we say that tongue in cheek sales and marketing all the time, or even your term. I love that it's marketing, but you'd be a surprise at how many companies that come across every day that the marketing and sales team don't talk. It's just, they throw stuff over the, over the fence, like a grenade and hope it works. 
And that's just not the, the way it should, or, or, or you'll not be very effective or efficient that way. Yeah, for sure. I think putting my marketing hat on any time that I'm able to work with a client or work with some of our own internal uh, marketing where we have well-defined MQLs mm-hmm. and I know that the lead that I can generate from an inbound standpoint is actually useful and helpful. Like, And we can actually track and see that sale happen and attribute those dollars back. Those are the things that make me so excited as a marketer and being able to get really good alignment with your sales team or your business development team to be able to pull those things out. I think that's really what makes us all excited about doing business and being able to help our customers. Very much so. So for some of our listeners who uh, might be reps or managers that may not be the ones making some sales calls, if they're responsible for a team, what are some ways that, you know, the with all of these, if you had a pretty objective-based uh, selling organization where you need a certain number of calls or in-person meetings a day to operate, what are some ways that you know you may have to change your situation or your KPIs to combat some of the lack of face-to-face meetings and things like that that might be going on? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of adjustment that has to be made by all. I think those KPIs are also call them managed by objectives. If there's activity-based things that you have to or you're accountable for, um, I think it's up to both the, the sales representative and the management to come up with alternatives. Like we mentioned before, we mentioned several things, uh, phone calls and video calls and webinars, um, those all should account for face-to-face interaction. Sometimes they could be even better because, you know, you're not just popping in on an office and hoping to get time with them. You schedule that time out and can have some undivided attention, you know, for 20 or 30 minutes on a call. And not only that, you can record that call and utilize that call for training purposes or, you know, during review time and debrief those. I think there's a lot of plus sizes to this, um, what we deem now as an adverse situation that can actually be positive. But I think it, it, it's one thing if it was only one sided, but I think the clients are in the same boat. I think they're isolated and I think they are away from their norm and they need ways to connect and be in and uh, be normal, so to speak. But like I said earlier, they still have goals to meet as well. If you're providing a product or a service that helps them do their job better and provide a better service for their customer, they're all for it. And now they're probably scrambling as well. So I think I think everybody would have a little more empathy as well as sympathy to those changes. But I think we just need to look at alternative ways to make those connections um, by leveraging technology, but also um, by being a little um, uh, be, by being OK with an alternative. Yeah, I understand. And I mean, Right now, we're all at a situation and in a place where some of our KPIs and some of our goals may need to adjust and change. Um, but at the end of the day, it's yeah. business still needs to go on and normalcy still needs to happen. And Kelly, I'll tell you, you know, when you're using you know, platforms like Salesforce or HubSpot, they have these dashboards that show activity and show different variances of, of how to connect. And I think that's a good way or good matrix um, to help adjust and find out what activities are driving business or driving um, the change you're looking for in your customer base. So uh, it's one of the things is like, you know, the management can pull up and see this at any time, but more importantly, it's a good talking point to look at those dashboards and those, and those, um, those matrix with their reps to find out, okay, we've had to shift gears a little bit and you're making this many more webinar calls. I see you're impacting this more people or I see it's not impacting people. Let's shift. Maybe the messaging needs to change. And at that point, maybe you can pull in your marketing people and try to find some alternative ways. I know that um, here at Stratagon, 
you know, if I, if I told you, Kelly, I have 50 accounts that I'm dying to get into, but I just don't know how I'm going to do it now to can't knock on the door. You may bring up to me, hey, have, you, have we thought about ABM? Maybe put a little money towards an account-based marketing campaign, or maybe we kind of do some geofencing and, and try to, to limit a certain area and get it that way. There's all kinds of ways that you can think and not even out of the box anymore, just a little bit more of a best-in-class or best, best practices um, for reaching those target audience to soften them up so when I do call it's not a surprise or it's not a, a total non-brand awareness. It's, it's got some impact to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, Michael, we thank you so much for the time today and thank you for, uh, just giving us that those 20 years of experience and at least five plus years and how you're running through, um, (laughs) some of the, the day-to-day reality of, uh, being a business development professional, uh, in an ever-changing landscape and world. But before we go really quick, if you had to stock up on one quarantine snack throughout this entire pandemic, what would it be? Hmm. One snack. It'd probably be pistachios for me. Uh, good, good oil, good fat. And like I said, a little, a little salty, but I think it would uh, prove to, to sustain me for a while. <laughs> going a, a little bit non-traditional and healthy route. I like it. Well, Michael, thank you so much for the time today. And we uh, look forward to talking to you soon on Marketing Mic Drop. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly. Have a fantastic day. I hope you've enjoyed my conversation with Michael Christian. If you want to make a direct impact in the fight against COVID-19, No Kid Hungry is a great organization that helps get food on kids' tables during this time of need. If you want to learn more, we have a lot of great tools and resources at straticon.com slash blog that will help you move the needle. Have a productive week and hope to see you next time.